is all about this. Please just read Romans 7 and 8, 6, 7, and 8 really were the beginning of my change life. So if you're a Christian, you're struggling with porn addiction, I just keep reading 6, 7, and 8 and just pray, God help me. Because I didn't get it the first time, and then I was like, oh shoot, it's making sense. There's power in the Word of God. I mean, I took me a while to figure that out, but the sooner you figure it out, I mean, so for these things are posing, so you keep doing things you don't want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, and this is like the key. So when I say walk with God, that this is what I mean. If you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Okay, this here, here's what gets quoted out of context. Se- sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, envy, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and, and these like things. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, good, gentleness, self-control, and such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus has kept crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited. But if anyone is, so this is six one, but brothers, if anyone is caught in a transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him with gentleness. Keep your guide, lest you be tempted. Bear one another's burdens. So I, I'm just trying to see this in the big picture. That's why I read so much of it. But typically what, what's done with what Pure Life Ministries did was they'd say, okay, see, you know, envy's drunkenness. I warn you. People who do this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So you got three views. Calvinism, if you're doing these things, hyper-Calvinist, you never were saved the right way. So you got to get, you got to confirm your election, got to get re-saved. You know, Arminian, you lost your salvation again. You got to go find it. Hyper-Calvinism, hyper-Arminianism. So if you're doing these things, you're not saved. You don't inherit the kingdom of God. Now there's also a doctrine of rewards theology out there that says, okay, if you're doing these things, you'll be in outer, you'll be saved, but you'll be in outter darkness and miss out on the kingdom of God. So there's all sorts because it says it doesn't say you know we'll go to hell, so we'll we'll not have the kingdom of God. So kingdom of God is is translated as heaven or hell with you know these others. What I'm saying, what I think is true, what Dr. Andy Woods from what I was looking at, what he was saying was, um, don't imitate them. That, this is the point. It's it's like because then it says up here, brothers, if anyone was caught in in a transgression, you who are spiritual, see again. There's that distinction. Restore him and be on guard because you might be tempted too. So and that's the big the big crux of this is okay. See, you know, if you're tempted, singular. But if you're living in porn addiction, you're definitely not saved. And this is all an issue of fellowship with God, Sinai covenant, how to be sanctified with God. I will in if I willfully. Go back. I can willfully submit myself back to the slavery of pornography. I can't. I don't want it. My new self says no, but I can't. I literally have that choice. God will discipline me as a son. Hebrews 11, I think. Just type, just type in Hebrews verse discipline, or I'll throw it up there. I can do that. And God will discipline me as an out of love. He's like, Robert, what are you doing? Don't, don't be like this. I've called you to be holy. Hate it as much as I do. Walk worthy of the client of which you're called. So there's a choice there. Where I'm not a puppet. And I think a lot of this is you know, we become these divine puppets. It's like, we believe now we should be different because Jesus just starts to live his life through us. I don't have a will anymore. And that's actually kind of how they kind of talk at Pure Life Ministries. Um, you know, my self-life has to be destroyed. They, they coined this term. Steve Gallagher coins this term. It's called self-life. And we'll get into this a little bit later. And I've actually seen, well, I don't know if he coins the term, but I've seen it in other writings too. Rex Andrews, I think, might have mentioned it. I've seen it in others. I mean, it's selfishness life, right? You're always taking and living for you. It's all about me. Yeah, of course, self-life, awful. Problem is, is God gives you a new self. And so when you don't make that distinction, it, You've new desires, so we'll we'll get in that. I just it was three months. I have a lot that I was thinking about. I want to share it. Food for thought. I hope someone looks at this and says it's helpful. God help. So yeah, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit, which means you can come out of step with the Spirit. So if you come out of step with the Spirit, do you lose your salvation? The point is no. I'm gonna say no. Again, practically 
Lordship salvation is a teaching work salvation, practically. They're not going to say that, but it's like, okay, so you're out of step with the Spirit. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, so it, it, become, it becomes workspace because they're interpreting this not as where I see this distinction, right? They're saying, no, if you do, see, it says you do, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. But then it says, okay, yeah, if we if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with it. Well, you know, brothers, if anyone is caught in transgression, you know, if a brother does sin, you know, well, this time about habitual sin, well, I'm like, okay, so sin is an indicator of salvation. No, but it, it is it is a breaking out of fellowship with God. That's why he says, therefore, we have the real choose. The carnal Christians, and, and I like the way Andy Woods puts it, Dr. Andy Woods, it's a unfortunate reality, and you will miss out on rewards. You will miss out on what guys are I mean, and I'm careful with typology, but people abuse it all the time, and I might be right now, but I like to think of it like, I don't want to spend my life wandering the desert, like Israel, you know? I believe they were saved, right? But the Passover, lamb, you know, faith, trust, or it was the Red Sea. They're in the Hall of Faith in Hebrews. That's the point. But then they wander, and then, or, no, they're murmuring, and then they go to Sinai and get, the, so the point is they're saved already, but they receive the Sinai Covenant to be, to be set apart, okay? They're not saved by the Sinai Covenant, right? The Mosaic Law, the 613 commandments, that one, I think it's 613. I want to enter the promised land. That's the point. In my life, right? Typologically, I might be abusing this. Whatever. The point is, it's like, I want to like, the promised land's hard. They had to fight. There were battles. There was, but it was what God was doing, right? The earth is the middle ground between heaven and hell. And it's a battle, okay? It's hard and we suffer, but God is still good. And he has not only our good in this life, you know, I put on the scale, like he is our eternal good and, and his glory and our good go together. This is a big conversation. I shouldn't even get lost in it. But the point is God is good and he has a purpose and I want to walk into that and mainly just intimacy and fellowship with God. I'm more concerned with knowing God and, and, and walking with him than I am doing whatever it is that he has for me because I know that will flow automatically out of just knowing him. Like, like what am I doing for God if I don't even know him? You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm using no differently because they're, oh, you don't know him. You're going to hell. No. How about like like that that intimate knowing? You know, Adam knew his wife. You know, it's, you know, it's talking about that, that closeness with God. That's what that's portraying, okay? And that's what every human being is supposed to have. They have a God void, okay? Yeah, so walk by the Spirit, not teaching workspace righteousness. If you do these things, you're no longer, so yeah, they'd say if you do these things, you're no longer justified. See that, that, that intermeshing of sanctification and uh, justification. I think Romans six twelve. I want to look that up. Yeah, Romans six one. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin live in it? Do you not know that you all have been baptized in Christ? We're baptized into death. We're buried therefore with Him to the glory. Okay, uh, raised to the dead to, by the glory, by the glory of the Father. Wow. Because just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. That's cool. Not to, but by. Interesting, ESV. We might too, might walk in newness of life. Might, might choice, might walk in newness of life. And that's the key. Like, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to like have my porn addiction and fire insurance to go to heaven. And that's the criticism of people who are like, oh, they're free grace. They just want to go to heaven and sin. I don't, I know it's killing me. I know. But like, I legitimately have wrestled with it for so long. And I'm like, what do I do? And I realize this is how I'm seeing victory. Like literally my first week here, you know, they, they, they Low-key, they kind of cursed me when I was there. Like, if you leave here, you know, you're never going to deal with your father wound. By the way, me and my dad, we're doing okay. We don't always agree on everything, but hey, I mean, God did a lot of work there, and I love my dad, and I know he loves me. But he's like, you're never going to deal with that, you know, issue, and you're going to go right back to who you were and go into pornography. And I'll say, in my first day back home, PLM does a good job of just separating you from all, all temptations and distractions and stuff like that. I was fine, you know. When I say temptations, to, ooh, my mind, ooh, thinking about things, ooh, you know, I'm... You know, and then I eventually go back. You know, I go back and I, I, I look at things for a few days. 
you know, or I don't look at anything, but it's like in my mind and I will just call it self gratification. You understand what I'm saying? And I was like, Oh God, I got depressed. I started hating God again. Cause that's like literally the automatic ramification of me. Not with guys. I just start to believe lies. It's like, it's very interesting. You gotta see if you start asking God for wisdom, you'll start to see how the devil works in your own life. When I, when I, uh, when I start to look at pornography, I start to hate God like the day after or right around that. It's very interesting. And it's almost like an emotional, I'm like, God, I don't hate you, but it's like, it's very interesting. Cause then it goes away. And so like, you know, and then, you know, a week later, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like seeing victory again where it's like, wow, I'm like, I haven't had, now I'm at a point where I have, you know, I've had like just, like, I, like I'm actually like, I'm not going back again. And it's like, and I know it's a choice because I'm resisting it. I'm fleeing. You know, I'm praying. I'm asking God help me. God save me right now. Let's do this together. I know I have to resist. I know I have to be smart. You know, I know there's certain steps I have to make. And it's like, it's happening. Like I haven't had victory at home like this forever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> like I have a computer right here that I'm filming this on. And I didn't have that for the first, I want to say like time that I was back. I didn't have it with me, but now I have it. I'm like, you know, I, you know, I don't, <laughs> For me, I just I didn't want to know the passcode personally right now because like I don't know if I trust myself with it right now. But just like you know, I haven't had this for for ever, and it's happening um, because it, I'm I'm learning to walk out my salvation. Okay, the present tense, right? I'm not going to hell. I'm saved. I know 100%. And now they you know say that I can't say that. Well, I believe I can because I'm resting on the promises of God, not my actions in life because it's literally. God's promises. God can't lie. He he makes these promises. The one who believes has eternal life, right? So, um, man, I've been, I have been, uh, I've been, I mean, I, I've, I've, the jail cell door gets opened at salvation. The sword of the spirit's put in your hand and you can, I can fight. And that's the reality was I believe it says that you'll know the truth and truth will set you free. And I was held captive for years as a Christian because I didn't understand the truth of what God is doing is with me. And then when you start to utilize that truth, you start to fight and you get free. I'm like, you know, I told God, I'm never going to get married if I don't beat this. And I'm like, wow, I'm beating this. Jesus is beating this. We're both beating this. We're on the same team against the flesh in me. Like, and I told God that. I'm like, no, I don't, you know, after just failed relationships, I was like, God, oh, you know what? And being at PLM, I'm like, wow, look at all these guys. Who, and I was grieved with someone. I'm like, you know, God knows each story. But I was like, you know, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. I'm like, did they know how they could fight their sexual addiction when they were young men like me? You know, that's why I make this video. I'm like, for other guys and older guys, young guys, hey, you can do this. It's it's real. I'm, I'm living it right now. And that was the thing I told myself before I left. I was like, you know, if, if I get kicked out of here, because I it's like, oh, I feel the waters are heating up here. I was like, yeah. And if I sin, does it mean that I'm what? I'm never going to be free? I'm like, no, because like, I'm, and I'm like, wow, like it's it, because my, it, it's like porn is the symptom of deeper worship disorder. Like your heart is the tabernacle, right? It says your is the temple, right? Like, and Jesus says, tear down his body. You know, it says our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Like the Holy of Holies, I believe is sealed at salvation. But in Ezekiel 8 and 9, I believe there were like idols and you know, they were doing prostitution in the temple of God. And he's like, Ezekiel, look, I will show you even worse abominations. And so you see God's spirit and evil in the same inhabitation. So this gets into demonization. I believe Christians can be demonized, not possessed, not oppressed. There's a whole, I just think demonization is something that happens. Um, because I know when a dark cloud comes over me, I'm like, oh shoot, that's depression. That's something else that I saw. I could identify it at pure life because I was like, oh, I, I, I've had that. Um, again, it's after I've looked at pornography, there's like a oppression and anger against God. Wow. Like I just, oh, it's, it's emotional. It's not even like I want it. It's almost like, oh, is that a demon oppression? And I know people who do believe in, well, we'll just, for those of you out there who don't believe in demon session, for Christians, that's a whole, I just think that's false terminology. I mean, just demonization. We'll say you're being affect, affected by. We can agree on that. 
Okay, onwards we go. I just wanted to be honest. I, I, I'm like living in victory. Victory is a choice. It, it really is, and it's hard. It's so difficult sometimes, that, and it all starts in your mind. So you can, you know, you're looking at porn right now. You know, you're just like, you know, you're you're stuck. Okay, what do you do first? Learn the truth, the Bible. The Bible is the book of truth. Devil's gonna keep you with who's Paul? Who cares? Is stupid. No, it is the truth. To apply the truth. What does that mean? Well, you rec- well believe the truth. Sorry, you learn it, but you accept it by believing it. Okay, this is true. Because I'm telling you some truth from the Bible, but you can reject it, right? So steps to freedom. Learn the truth. I'm talking to the Christians specifically. So first, just trust Jesus. Okay, then you got to learn the truth, which is the renewal of your mind. Believe the truth. Act on the truth. Live in the truth. So when you act on it, you'll start to live in it. And I think that's what I'm seeing now. Because when I first got here, there were times where I would I would sometimes act on it. Sometimes I'd give in. I was like, you haven't, you know, I was like, I'd think of them. like, you haven't repented fully. If you really repented and really forsook your sin, you wouldn't be going back. And I'm like, and I'm like okay, wait. Good works are not automatic. I have to choose to do this. And then it, and then it's like, as I start to choose, it almost becomes automatic where it's like, I am, it's like you're starving the flesh, okay? The suit, your, your sexual lust and addiction is a sumo wrestler and you fed it for 20 years. I fed it for 16 years or whatever. I was like eight, nine, 10 when I first saw pornography and it was just, look at that original sinner, 10 year old. Who told him? I didn't know. This is why I'm dealing with it. It's like, come on, like, most of us, it's like, we're young. Like, what do we do? Thank God I never, like, oh, man, some of the stuff that pe- other people, I'm like, I do thank God. It's like, I, I do believe you have the ability, even as an unbeliever, to res- to resist certain amounts of sin. Like, you're not all going to be Hitler because you can resist, but you can't ever get away from sin. But I am thankful. You know, it was only, you know, it was just internet pornography. That's that's as far as it got. And I just thank God because it can go so much further. And even for some of you out there, and it's okay. God healed anything. Marriages, restaurants, like I've seen it. I've seen I've seen them give second honeymoons to couples where it was done, and I'm just like, wow, God is good. Because that's who God is. He's good. That's his glory. He's good. He's merciful. And what he wants is he wants to just come and like accept him and and, and learn about him and walk with him. So anyway, I'm yeah.